I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Welcome to Not Your Pastor's Podcast, everyone, where we're already celebrating Christmas right after Halloween. Yeah, Halloween's gone. It's done. It's over. Yeah. Forget about it. Yep. I'm already, I've already written my, my list. Top of the list, yeah. world, world peace. World, uh, that's good. That's good, oh, Okay, wait, well, wait a second. I mean, depending on the new Lego lineup, you know, I, I, might, I might put, like, if they have a, a Death Star, like Lego Death Star, then world peace right after that. Yeah. That's so, what one of my kids asked for, the Death Star. Gunner asked oh. for the Death Star for Christmas. And then you had to tell him, sorry, son. I know. I <laughs> Daddy said, needs new tires on his car. I said, the Death Star is really expensive, bud. And Gunner goes, uh, Dad, Santa doesn't care. <laughs> and and then Oliver goes, I feel like that may be your Santa, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Santa's got a budget for the world. And even on a world budget, the Death Star is very expensive. No. <laughs> Not to the, not to some kid in Birmingham, Michigan, though. Yeah, <laughs> punk kids. Yeah, Birmingham. So, Jason, how how was your uh, your Halloween weekend? Did you have a good time? Everything go well for you? Yeah, I don't. Uh, well, I don't think we did anything. You didn't go to any trunk or treats. I thought you were no. going to go to a trunk or treat. No, I oh just no, made you you weren't going to go to bunch. one because <laughs> they were too creepy sounding. Yeah. Give us your keys. So here's here's the thing with with us and Halloween. Uh, The weather right now sucks. Yeah, and our kids have asthma. Oh yeah. So um, we're we're opting to stay inside. Isn't that that's a hashtag your wife's trying to start, or is that already a hashtag for kids with asthma? Like do something inside. Hashtag do something inside. Yeah, I don't know. She she uses a couple different ones. I don't know what they are. But hey, I I understand. I. I still haven't watched uh, Ghostbusters yet, so shame on me. Yeah. But speaking of Ghostbusters, so we did we did the trunk or treat thing. Yeah, dude. And I kid you not. So like my family, we my my daughter and my wife and I, we all dressed up Ghostbuster themed. We took our 1999 Subaru Outback, put green streamers all over it to make it look like slime, and hung little ghosts from our trunk. And I cannot believe how cross-cultural and how expansive between different ages ghostbusters is dude it's so amazing to me like there was like there was like a three-year-old three or four-year-old little girl came up to me she's like you're a ghostbuster that is awesome you're my second favorite trunk and i was just like the entire time i'm thinking you are awesome for knowing what ghostbusters is but who was number one like who's better than me the Lego one. <laughs> I saw that. The Koofers did Legos. Yeah, that yeah was, Justin that was and Andy awesome. did Legos. And then uh, somebody was finding Dory, which uh, my daughter loved. My daughter ran right to that. Um, but I, I, I got to tell this story because it just, it just really brightened up my day. There was a, a, a boy there with, uh, he, was, he, was a Down, uh, he has Down syndrome, and he was also dressed like a Ghostbuster. And if that was the only boy I handed out candy to, the whole standing out in the cold, standing by my trunk, going through the the trouble of decorating my car was all worth it just for that smile on his face. That's awesome. He was so pumped to see a Ghostbuster, and we connected, and 
I wish I could have just asked to get a picture with him, but I don't know if that would be weird. But it was just so awesome. And I was like, we got to stick together, right? He's like, yeah, we're going to bust those ghosts. Yeah, we are. Proton pack ready? He's like, ready. And it's like, oh, my gosh. I wanted to give him all the candy in my trunk and then just drive home. That's awesome. <laughs> but uh, so, Jason, you know, Halloween is over. It, it is. But we're going to be talking about another heavy, maybe heavy, but heavy topic, but hopefully we'll add some humor in here or there to make it a little light but this is kind of like something that we maybe could have saved for the month of halloween but we're saving it for now yeah and that topic is death which you and i both feel like right now because we've yes. been staying up way too late and watching stranger things yeah we did the same thing you you said you and shauna were just gonna watch one just one we're just we're just gonna watch one and that's how it starts. That's how that's how yep. sin reels you in. Yes. You know? <laughs> just the, just the one, and then four episodes later, just the one candy cigarette, and then you know, you're, yep. you're eating the whole pack, just one after another. But but Jason and I, we we wanted to do an episode. Obviously, you know, from time to time, we do these episodes where it's just him, it's just him and I, and we just no cut guest. up. No, no guests. No. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's getting late, dude. Well. We, and we just we do these episodes and uh, we have a lot of fun and we get a lot of feedback from you guys so thank you so much for sticking around with us uh, continue to leave your feedback and hang out with two guys who could not make it as pastors nope. so we started a podcast <laughs> this is not your pastor's death podcast <laughs> I'm not speaking to you right now because I'm dead. <laughs> and you got a mouthful of freaking Skittles. Yeah. Pissing everybody off because you're making that nasty crunching Taste chewing the rainbow. Don't chew into the mic, man. There is one thing that grosses me out more than anything. It's the sound of chewing. Stop it, dude. <laughs> you're making me angry. Like legit. I, I get on to my kids all chew with your mouth closed and it's like a death threat like you better chew with your mouth closed like I, I it's, get on it yeah, the, then there's those people out there that's like as soon as you say stuff like that like I just did to you they turn to you and they have something nasty in their mouth like tuna and they just oh that's disgusting and I'm dude. like get out of you my know, face I had a former boss a former boss, and he, he would intentionally, if I had a question for him and he didn't want to answer it, he would intentionally eat while talking to me. I was like, you know you chew super loud. He's like, yeah, I do this on purpose when I don't want to talk to people. Because eventually they just tell you to leave. he's a former boss. Yeah. Because he's kinda, a jerk. kind of smart. No, he was a nice guy. That was just... Just the one jerky thing he did? Yeah, that was, that was the one thing he did. Anyway. Death. No, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Life. Conquer death. Yes. But sometimes you have to talk about it because it's something that we're all going to experience one day. Yeah. And speaking of people experiencing it, we have this little segment on our show that we have not mentioned in a long time. Oh, yeah. Not your pastor's pulpit. Oh, wow. Where we encourage you, the listener, to share your viewpoint on Jesus. It has to be Jesus. So simple, simple rules. You send us your five to ten minute sermon 
testimony, whatever you may want to call it, what Jesus means to you, and we will air it in a section of our show called Not Your Pastor's Pulpit. And if you go back into our feed, we have several of them, I think almost 20 pulpits, where people have sent in their short little sermon or testimony about Jesus. And we've got a couple in the hopper, Alex. Oh, we do? Yeah, there's two in there, and um, I'm waiting for us to stockpile some more. So, you know, we, we get about eight or so. We're going to start start releasing releasing them again. again. Yeah. Awesome. So if you feel inclined, if you're curious about what it is, go back in time, go back into our, um, what do you call it? Um, Our episode archive. Yeah. Which isn't really an archive. Well, if you go to our website, www. Jason, don't sell yourself short. This is episode 50. Oh my gosh, we didn't do anything for our 50th episode. We're talking about death for our 50th episode. (laughs) (laughs) The death of this podcast. Uh, So anyway, www.notyourpastorspodcast.com backslash pulpit. If you're interested, we have our rules and our guidelines for submitting your pulpit. You can also hear every pulpit that has been released so far. There. Some goodens. There some is goodens. some amazing. Prepare to cry. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Death, Alex. Death. So, Jason. This is your topic. I was like, Alex, what should we talk about? And you're like, death. And not because I'm in a metal band. Not because of that at all. A I, death metal band. No, I would not say that we're death metal. A life all. metal band. Yes. We're, we're, we're going out there. We're dealing hope with the gospel through metal through breakdowns and uh Blast octave beats. chords yeah <laughs> but i don't know so like this is something that uh i've i've i don't want to say that i've been like fascinated by it or this kind of like that realization especially since my daughter's been born like the idea of life but at the same time it's 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 opposite of that which is death and i've just kind of like realized like how fragile and how short of time we actually are here on this earth and it's, it's, it it also doesn't help that you and i when we were in our pastor's class we did an in-depth study of james chapter 4 and at the end of that that chapter it talks about life being a vapor yeah, i was just going to say <laughs> a vapor a mist if you will <laughs> Perhaps the, the striving after wind. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I don't know, I've just been, I, I've been, I don't want to say it's an, like I said, it's not unhealthy, it's not unhealthy. Like, I'm not like constantly fantasizing about death. Like, don't, don't, don't worry about me. I'm, I'm fine. I'm not, I'm not seeking an early way out per se, but just the idea of death in this, in what it means for us as Christians, maybe, because we view death a little bit differently. Like for us, it's a weird concept to think about like this life is going to end. Your life here on this earth is going to end at some point. Yeah. And another one is going to start. And it's one that you have no idea of what it's going to start like. Like, so like, for instance, if you have a child, you kind of know what their, their life experiences are going to be like to a certain extent, because you've lived that life already but when you go into the next life after you die, and even when you die, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, as, as Christians, we believe like, okay, we're going to see Jesus. We're going to be in heaven. We're going to be in the new heaven, the new earth with God one day. But we don't know what happens in that in-between. And that's the thing that's like curious about me. Like, am I going to die? Everything's going to go black. And then all of a sudden it's going to be like, boom, light up. <laughs> like, oh, there's Jesus. There's Charles Spurgeon. There's all these other really awesome guys. And I don't know. Like... Th- 
it's it just it's it's interesting to fantasize about like what's that gonna be like am, am i gonna like travel through space and time and like floating in the universe and all of a sudden i'm gonna go up and then there, i'm gonna be standing before peter and he's like ah, i don't know if you should come in here buddy maybe you need to cut your hair <laughs> like, yeah yeah alex you should have you need you needed to cut your hair and if you would have cut your hair jesus would have accepted you but I, I don't know man like i don't know if that's something that and then like when, at the at the job that I currently work at, I had the op the option to uh, get life insurance, which I was that was something that oh, I, life insurance is a bugger, isn't it? Yeah, it's something I don't. Net, it comes out of my paycheck. I don't really think about it too much. The other day, I was just like, oh yeah, I have life insurance. Cool. Yeah, not that much, but cool. Like that's an adult thing, or uh, like thinking about what what you want to do when you die like do i want to get cremated do i want to get buried i'm like i don't know if i want to get buried that's a lot that's really expensive i don't want people to pay a bunch of money like what music do i want to be that do i want played at my funeral like i always thought i always joked with a couple buddies of mine like the song that plays when goose dies in top gun i want that song playing at my funeral and so everybody's like, you know, sitting there crying, thinking about like, he's such a good man. He, he, he loved us. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the song from Top Gun when Goose dies? That's what I want people's reactions to be. Nice. <laughs> Jess, my wife, she always, she, she wanted her uh, to be cremated, but then have her ashes uh, pressed into like a smoky eyeshadow. <laughs> like into a, a makeup palette. <laughs> what are you gonna do with that? Someone's gonna uh, accidentally throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> or she said she wanted a photo booth at her, you know, so people could take pictures of themselves enjoying themselves at her, at her funeral. Well, I, th- I think that's that's something that Christians maybe have like a leg up on. Like, so like when we do our funerals, like it's um, we don't we don't necessarily say like. It's not maybe as sad because it's a celebration. It, it's sad. It's obviously sad. Somebody's, yeah. somebody's passed away, gone to be, you know, that, that phrase, gone to be with the Lord. Yes. But it's almost like they're, it's that weird, like they're in a better place. So like, let's celebrate their life. Yeah. So it's it's different for us. So like, that's why I, I feel completely comfortable saying like, I want the Top Gun music playing at my funeral. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I want as many jokes as possible. Like somebody opens up my casket and like those those like party snakes, those prank snakes come out of well, my casket. <laughs> you, you and I played Led Zeppelin Led Zeppelin at a funeral. Oh, that's right. We did. Yeah, we jammed out. I it want that. It was so awkward. I want that. I have been on stages all across the midwest and that was the most awkward like do we jam out like that's the thing i couldn't i just i couldn't jam out yeah I'm like there's a guy in the in the coffin yeah <laughs> like, that was that was i mean it was it was different it was fun the family really appreciated it which is which is what you're what, there for yes exactly you're not there for the guy who's in the coffin because he's in the coffin you're you're there for the family that's remaining um and consoling them mm-hmm. and you know honoring the loved one but you're ultimately there for the people who are still living but dude yeah i mean jess plays cello my wife she plays cello at funerals i've played guitar at a handful of different funerals been through some devastating funerals some terrible deaths accidental m- murders uh oh, that, no yeah uh and the ones who are 
Christian, the ones who have this viewpoint of they're in a better place and we know it for sure uh, because we know that they loved God, it's a completely different feel. Even even the devastating, like the most awful you could think of way to die, even knowing that that person right now is with God is, it makes all the difference in the world, which takes me back to something we learned from a mentor, mentor of ours, Alex, and he always said um, that the the way you view death um, determines how you live your life. So if you think about that, there's a lot of weight behind that. Yeah. What do you think about death? Are you afraid to die? Um, how are we going to die? Like, and, and the, what happens after we die, the way, the way you, you view that, your theology behind that determines how you live. It can totally affect the way you live. Uh, absolutely. Like if, if you, if you do not have like a healthy respect for, for the fact that your time on this earth is temporary, I mean, like to quote, to quote John MacArthur and basically like his whole like book series that he does, like you're going to waste your life. Like he's got that book, you know, don't waste your life. Oh, that's John Piper. That's not MacArthur. Did I say MacArthur? MacArthur. That was a Freudian slip. I am, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm really sorry about that, but you're like, oh, Johnny Mac, I love him. Uh, I mean, that's your second. Like, you've mentioned John MacArthur, Piper, and Spurgeon so far. Oh yeah, Reformed theology. <laughs> you, you caught me. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Way to tip your hand, Alex. So, <laughs> if you're wondering where I stand on a lot of things, there you go. Yeah. Um, Number one people to see after after Jesus. Charles Spurgeon. <laughs> I just want to see how big he really was. <laughs> Is it kind of like a comical fat, like Chris Farley? <laughs> comical fat. Put it in the dictionary. That's oh a term now. Gosh. That's a term now. Oh, oh man. Comical fat. There's overweight and there's comical fat. <laughs> oh man but yeah so like you have to you have to one of the things that um really helped solidify my my view of death was honestly i going back to the scriptures i mean Jason and I always talk about like, you know, let's get biblical, biblical. We always do that kind of bit. And we talk about our, like some, our applicable uh, Bible passages. But like, I remember I had to preach on uh, John 11, which is the story of Jesus rising Lazarus from the grave. Yeah. And I was reading a bunch of Bible commentaries and specifically on that one verse, Jesus wept. Yeah. And seeing that, obviously, here's Jesus. Shortest verse in the Bible. Shortest verse in the Bible. Second is, uh, rejoice always. Really? First, uh, First Thessalonians five sixteen. Well, look at you. Yep. Hold oh on. my gosh. <laughs> yeah, brush that shoulder off. <laughs> but like, you can so, tell you're you don't have to dust your Bible off. <laughs> oh my gosh. But. Reading some of those commentaries and really thinking about just meditating on the situation that Jesus is is faced is you know is up against and in, uh, he he weeps and 
these two commentaries I was reading, one said this is the reason why he wept, and this one said you know another reason. And I said, well, why can't it be both? Why can't it be both that Jesus is weeping because his friend has died, and like this is somebody obviously that Jesus is is close with. He's close with Mary and Martha and and Lazarus, and they're they're it's a close family. They're close friends. Like yeah, like he, obviously he's going to weep, like just like any of us would weep for a good friend. Who's, who's, who's passed away. But then another commentator said, and I really liked this explanation as well to coincide with that. He's weeping because this isn't how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Oh man. You, that makes me think of something. I think go, I know go, you're going. Run, run with no, it. No, the whole idea again, same mentor. Yeah. Death is an unnatural state. Yes, it is. That's mind blowing to think about. Like this, this wasn't how it was supposed to be. Yeah. And it's the one, well, the two, one of the two guarantees in life, right? Yeah. Death and taxes. Death and taxes. Thanks, government. I mean, whether <laughs> you have lived the best life, the good life, the Christian life, the Muslim life, the religious life, or you have been a complete heathen, you are going to die. And everybody knows it. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just a matter of fact. But then to think about it wasn't supposed to be that way. Like God intended us, and like this is the thing that just blows my mind. God intended us to live for forever yeah. with Him in that garden, and I mean that's the whole point of at, at the end of Revelation. Like it's God renewing that and bringing it back to that state, and like I love, uh, I like have to like weekly read that one that that passage at the end of Revelation. I think it's in Revelation twenty one where it says death or death is no more he god casts casts death into the lake of fire so there's no more death and then god wipes away tears yeah and so that there's no more sadness there's no more crying in the world anymore like that's it, it's so it just brings like and you have to read that chapter while listening to the soundtrack uh to the lord of the rings movies because it makes it so much more epic <laughs> i always say jurassic park no dude it's not you get you're gonna do the whole thing right here aren't you (laughs) no dude that's a pretty good mouth trumpet for late at night yeah no it's it's gotta be the lord of the rings man i'm telling you it's so so good oh that's hobbit that's the hobbit yeah it's the original lord of the rings soundtrack i got I'll, i'll send you a link i I'm familiar. I I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Death is an unnatural state. Yep. And I think that's that's something that's so important for us as far as as far as Christians to understand like I remember we did we we had our class, our our Bible study class and we were asked to talk about our theology of death. And there was only one student, I'm not going to name any names. Who said that death was an unnatural state? Is he the same one who was brushing off his shoulder yes. earlier? You douche. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I honestly you like. You know what? Your crown in heaven will be like so so shiny, beaming. It'll yeah. be shiny, and I I will have a lesser beaming crown. I'm just with, kidding. With a dude. few less jewels, you know. I'm and just... I won't care because I'm in heaven. That's what I always thought about. Like, so when you die, and like, I don't people, understand the crowns. I don't understand don't it either. Get, like, where, where is that at in the Bible? Where is is, is Jesus? Is 
Jesus enough. Like, yeah. I don't need a crown. Like, I'm going to be like, there, there's Jesus. Yeah. He's over there. I've got a mansion just over the hilltop. I don't care if my mansion's nope. a tent. I'll live in a shack in heaven. Just saying. If there's like a babbling brook and I have a tent and then like across the babbling brook, Jesus is there and he just walks across, says hi to me every morning. We eat bacon together. Yeah. That's that's what I want heaven You'd to be like. You'd literally be the troll of heaven just living <laughs> underneath the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 my life goal. Your yep. life goal last week was to never see a ghost. My life goal is to be the troll of heaven underneath that bridge. He can't pass until you like answer a Bible question, but everybody's going to have omnipotent knowledge. No, so I'm going to literally like internet troll like <laughs> oh. Bible characters when I see him. <laughs> hey, Eve, you remember the garden? That good one. <laughs> hey, Abraham, that Hagar thing. Was that such a good idea? Probably not. Not a good idea to pretend, uh, you know, your wife's your sister just thrown out twice like abraham's messed up dude yeah but even he died yeah the ripe old age i think he, he was old he was a i think he was 100 110 when he died the bible says he yep, died just spreading his seed i'm dead serious dude you go back and read the end of abraham's life it's he's he is has a lot of children man a lot of children i thought he only had isaac isaac and ishmael no, dude. Several children, what? several concubines. What? I'm serious. Like, I, I half think Abraham went crazy at the end of his life. No joke. Like, you read Genesis, he goes I mean, that, that whole family should be on Jerry Springer, to be quite honest. He goes nutso at the end of his life. I think he literally, like, thought that he was going to repopulate the earth. Like, now I'm serious. Go back and I don't know what chapters it is. So just read all of Genesis. Read it all. So you're saying the answers are in Genesis, <laughs> Jason? Do I need to call Ken, Ken? Ken? Come here. Ken Ham? Come here. So, but, so there's another side of death uh, that is kind of interesting to me. Uh, the fact that we are so, uh, I guess, up, obsessed with it. I don't know if you want to. You say that like so like we just got done celebrating Halloween. Yeah. And there's a lot of dark stuff and death involved with Halloween. Like you can't like there's like you walk around like the, the you walk around the store and you see all the Halloween decorations and it's like, well, there's there's a mask with an axe sticking through it. I think that's the same kind of theme as like Cinco de Mayo kind of like we're celebrating the dead. So to speak, not really celebrating. Is that but just, I don't think that's Cinco de Mayo. I think that's the Day of the Dead. I think that's a different thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I got my holidays mixed up. Ask Tony when you see him. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. I'll have to edit that out so I don't sound like a moron. Or not. I'll just leave it in there. I don't care. I it's only late. know that because of the latest James Bond movie, Spectre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good call. Thanks, James. <laughs> but like, no, I was just, I was just gonna say, like, we we do Halloween just so. We can have that that time of year where we say no, we're not afraid of death. Like, I think I to, that's the way I look at it. Okay. Like, hey, we're gonna put all this scary stuff out, and we're gonna act scared and have fun. But it's also like saying no, we're not we're not so afraid of this because if you sit and like contemplate on death all the time, it's yeah, it's depressing. It is. So not to keep quoting movies, but there was a movie, uh, early nineties. Uh, it's kind of like a biopic about the doors. And I loved the doors growing up as a kid. 
are all, like all throughout junior high and high school. I listen to the doors a lot. Jim Morrison is a dark dude. Yeah. And that in the movie, uh, they really focus on the fact that he contemplated death all the time. And he, I don't know if he, I, I'm pretty sure he was depressed. I mean, he was self-medicating. He was a drug addict. He was an alcoholic, all those things while also being in the limelight and not wanting to be in the limelight. Yeah. Uh, being this huge rock star during the sixties and early seventies. And then he finally dies. And like the, the whole movie is like, well, was it worth it? Like, was it what you expected death yeah. to be like? And I was like, man, that kind of that kind of messed me up as a as a youngster <laughs> watching yeah. that movie. And like, I don't, I'm not saying it, I'm there. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not Jim Morrison level thinking about death. But it's like, I I, I actually like your explanation of Halloween. There, like, it's okay. <laughs> you know where I got that explanation? Where from? the real Ghostbusters cartoon? <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> My kids were watching it the other day, and they were explaining Halloween. I was like, that's pretty solid, Egon. <laughs> Nicely done. And of course, it's Egon explaining it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know all scientifical. You know what? One of the things that really bugged me was, so like, especially in Star Wars, so A New Hope, again, more movie quotes. This is where I get most of my, my knowledge from is movies. Uh, at the In Star Wars, A New Hope, when they destroy the Death Star... They're all celebrating like, yeah, we destroyed the Death Star. Woohoo. Yeah. And I'm like, Luke, you just lost your best friend, Biggs. Yeah. Like, is there a moment where they're going to like show everybody like, yeah, we lost some people. That stinks. But at least we accomplished our mission. And none of the Star Wars movies show that. Like, None of them do. None of them do. Oh, I don't know about that. So they have to. I don't, I don't know after if like a big after close. like a big like air fight like when all the it's like when they're all flying back to the base it's just like oh yeah there's a lot fewer of us crap yeah and then none of them ever look and none of them ever say like nobody's missing porkins you know what I'm saying <laughs> 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 like that was such a jab again at at obese people in in the in the mid 70s oh my gosh yeah <laughs> stay with me porkins oh. <laughs> I feel, like, I feel like we're getting off top. This epi- this episode's coming off the tracks a little bit, but I, for me, and maybe this is where we where we wrap things up, and this is where I I want. If you're not uh, ending with Jesus, you're wrong. I'm just saying that. So continue your thought. I'm going to I'm going to bring it back to okay. Jesus. Jesus, we're all you. going we're all going to die. But I am so glad and so thankful that we have a God who is going to take the sting out of death. And yeah. we saw that. Well, we didn't physically see that, but we, we know about it. God wrote about it in his word that our Savior conquered death. Yeah. And I, I love that. And the fact that Jesus even died, too. So uh, quoting another pastor, uh, our, one of the, the sermons that I listen to all the time by a man named Johnny Pope, he talks about uh, the fact that it's, it's not unusual for God to live. It's not unusual for <laughs> to be loved by anyone. Sorry. He said it's not unusual for God to live. He's lived and existed for eternity. Yeah. But in this one moment on the cross, God gives himself up and he dies. And he dies for you and me in order that our sins can be paid for and that we could have a relationship in him. And this is what I always say to my daughter. And my daughter's only two years old. But that's then, the way we believe it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Then Jesus 
rises from the grave. He conquers over sin and death, specifically death. And he gives us a new hope. Yeah. And our new hope is now found in him. Our new hope and our new life is now found in him. There you go back to Star Wars again. I know. I can't help it. That's why they're all celebrating. (laughs) That's why they're all celebrating. (laughs) Because Jesus. Right. That's, yeah. But I guess the reason why I wanted to do this episode is maybe just to kind of talk some things through with you. Just, uh, I don't know, like, it's just a topic that's been on my, my mind a lot lately. And I've, all, I've thought about, like, how would I want to go? If, if I could have any control of it, how would you want to go? Uh, when I'm old and in my sleep with a smile on my face. See, I, I, I thought of... No, go ahead. I thought about that, and I honestly thought, like, I think it would be awesome... Don't, don't nobody judge me here. No judgments here. No, no judgments. This is a judgment-free zone. Your basement. Say, I want to die, saving my family, making sure Ada and Sean are okay. Like, if there's a situation where I, they have to, it has to be between me and them. I thought you were gonna say me. something stupid, so I can't make fun <laughs> of you for that. Me every time. Like, I thought you were gonna say like. Uh, stepping on a Lego or, or like... <laughs> and then falling down the stairs and breaking my neck and dying. Yeah. No, I always think or about... putting like, together a Lego set. Like if there's a house fire, like you guys are getting out and I, I can't get out. The, see, the only way that I can make fun of you for that <laughs> is like the house being on fire and like like everybody's like blatantly safe and you're just like, I'm going back no! in. <laughs> I'm not getting out. I'm staying in here. <laughs> But I got life insurance, so I'm good. Yeah. Well, Shauna's good. And whom, whomever she marries next. You ever think about that? You're just setting her up for her next husband. Oh, she's telling me all the time. She's like, no, I'm, I'm going to go before you. I'm like, what? Yeah. She's like, no, I just don't think I can handle it if you die before me. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to make sure that I go before you. I'm like, oh, gee, thanks. My, Jess always says that when I die, she's going to marry for riches. <laughs> And I always respond, when you die, I'm going to marry somebody who's a lot nicer. Then <laughs> <laughs> that's how our marriage works. It's, 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 a, it's a fun. It, it seems like a, from looking, look, outside looking in, looks fun. Yeah, so <laughs> speaking of that's how my marriage works, Jess keeps texting me, asking me to come home because it's late. Yeah. And we have one freaking episode of Stranger Things season two left yeah we're gonna finish tonight and it's gonna be really late and watch it i don't care i'm gonna show up to work late tomorrow so what doesn't even matter to me why don't we uh take care of some housekeeping things and wrap this uh death episode up yeah let's do that so alex the reason that we're staying up late tonight is because we just recorded an amazing interview with the one and only hillary mcbride yep who has Yep. Some amazing advice. Like we're, we wanted her to come on our show and help us get through the holidays. Yeah, the holidays so, just around the corner. Yeah, it's a special. The Christmas stuff is already up at the store. Yeah, and they don't even have Thanksgiving decorations anymore. It's past that now. It's all Christmas now. Yeah, but Hillary does. She shares something with um, your very own Martin Luther. Oh yeah. Yeah. What? Her book comes out on the five hundred. It's like her 95 theses. Yeah. But in a book. Yes. <laughs> about women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her book, Mothers, Daughters, and Body Image, Learning 
to love ourselves as we are comes out tomorrow night. We're recording this on a Monday. Yep. Tomorrow night her book comes out and we have an amazing interview with her that we're going to air around Thanksgiving. Yeah, absolutely. So So you guys aren't going to want to miss that, especially because... Listen, we know Thanksgiving can be a, a difficult time. You're going to be with your family. You're going to you're going to see people. Maybe you don't want to really talk to. I think that might be a good idea. Like you you said in the break that you guys had one or last year you had a no politics talking. Yeah, we did. Uh rule. I think that's not I I think that's not a bad rule because I think you can get lost in the in the idea. I think you can get lost in the semantics and like the opinions of everybody and not really get to the matter of like how are you as my family member who I love? Well, here's the point, Alex. We just had this whole episode on death, and I have lost family. And w- once they're gone, you don't get those moments back. Yeah, and so that's a good point. What would you rather be doing, arguing over t- stupid stuff or spending time and getting to know them and carrying on legacy and having them implant information to you and you sharing in this giving and taking a life like i always find myself at thanksgiving dinners like sitting around the old people listening to them tell stories yeah yeah i love it like some people they don't love it they they, they, it's like oh i'm going to hang out with my grandparents it's going to be so boring i love it i want to hear about when gas was 17 cents a gallon yeah (laughs) i know one of the best ministries that i did was going to a nursing home yeah man i remember that yeah once a month and just like all right i have some bible information that i'm humbly going to submit to you and you in return share life experience with me and profound absolutely so so good yeah so, Alex, we got some feedback, man. We haven't done feedback in a while because our shows have been recorded out of sorts. Yeah, we've kind of been doing some pre-recording and some, you know, taking time off. Like, we'll we'll record two episodes in a night, kind of like what we're doing right now. And But we're finally getting around to feedback. So, Jason, share, share with the people what the other people said. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I did some, I did some digging. And a while ago, we pasted, we, we pasted, we, uh, posted a picture of you smiling at a comment that an, uh, one of our listeners had yeah said, that's right i remember that and a different feedback and bros bibles and beers saw that picture of you on instagram and said that hair holy crap it's awesome <laughs> it's it's all natural boys yeah any any hair care tips to pass uh, along to yeah. us without the lovely locks so uh Keep your products simple. That's that's one of my. I literally all I do. I wash, wash shampoo and conditioner. Obviously, you leave your conditioner in a couple of minutes. That's that's the key. Oh. But then I don't use any sort of uh, hair care products other than avocado oil. Really? Yeah. That's it. Avocado oil in your hair, just a little bit. Not do you too wash much. every day? Not every day. No. Heck no. Yeah. I hate showers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> showers. Ba- if I can, if I can cut one thing out of my day and not have any sort of consequences, it's bathing. I might, I might, no joke, wash my hair once every three weeks. What? Like soap, like shampoo. So you just you just condition. wander around the tub with soap all over your body and don't even touch your hair? Come on. More or less. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like wash my hair. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. I somehow just got pissed over washing my hair right now. I'm not doing this anymore. Um, Carrie Jellick on the Facebook. Which, by the way, we have a ton of 
new people have just followed us today on Facebook after we released our Halloween episode. Yeah. So that was pretty. That was fun to watch. Thank you guys. Thanks so, so much for coming. Yeah. Uh, coming on the the Not Your Pastors podcast train. Yeah. Chugga 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 <laughs> chugga chugga. <laughs> was that from Major Pain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Well, Carrie says, "Well, Jason, you've been talking about it for months. I've been hearing about it for weeks. It's time to read." And she sent a picture of the Book of Ezekiel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. Ezekiel. Yeah. I, I don't have any Ezekiel I like your today. bread. Although I could. The Valley of Dry Bones, talking about death and, and Halloween. Dude, one of the creepiest passages. So there, I worked Ezekiel into the picture. Um, the Inglorious Pastors. I said, thanks for uh, loaning us Michael. And mm-hmm. they said, anytime, take him. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe we will. Maybe we will take Michael. We'll just do a bunch of interviews with just Michael. <laughs> yeah. Anytime, anytime we have the Inglorious Pastors on, it'll just be Michael. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon, Matt. <laughs> you both sound the same anyway. Uh, um, at Otter272, so reaching out to the Twitter here, um, Spooky Steve. He, he tags us every single week in the follow friday the hashtag nice. ff and Thanks, so I, man. yeah i just wanted to say thank you for that like appreciate that, it that really means a lot like and every week i say thank you but i just wanted to mention you on the show and say thank you um brian from the sing team oh yeah brian. how do you say his last name you remember? Uh, eichelberger yeah there you go yeah i remembered yeah um, he commented out on Twitter and said, I had a great time chatting with these guys and shared our episode. So I thought that was really cool. I had a great time chatting with him. Yeah. So maybe he'll come on again sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy Morris. Okay. Otherwise known as... Hi, Kathy. Small Town Pastor. Oh! Yeah, she reached out to us. I don't us. know if you ever told me her name. It's Kathy. Okay. Um, Hi, Kathy. <laughs> I have an aunt named Kathy. There you yeah, go. There's I the connection. I think everybody has an aunt, Kathy. Everybody right now, do you have an Aunt Kathy? I heard a collective yes. They all said yes. I heard it too. Um, She says... Still small voice. At NY Pastors, what a heartfelt episode last week. We all need confession. She's talking about our abortion episode. Yeah. Dude. So we we have fun episodes. Halloween episode, ghost stories, fun episode. Uh, The abortion episode, super serious. Sarah Dismore came on our show. And if you haven't listened to that yet, you need to go back and listen to it. She shares her perspective on abortion as somebody who's had one and the recovery and, and everything else that goes into that. It's, it's incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Uh, when I posted the abortion episode, I said probably our most meaningful episode yet to which Dan Taylor replied, so our talks about NHL officiating meant nothing to you? I get it. <laughs> like a, Spoken like a true comedian. Yeah, which, by yes. the way, I don't know if you've watched any games since the season started. Of the, of the Wings? It doesn't, any game. Like, they have really cut down on the slashing and hacking. Really? Like, penalties are up, like, 43%. It's ridiculous. Wow. Like, they're, like, yeah, you you touch anybody with your stick, penalty. It's nuts. Anyway, that was a side That's not how I was raised. Yeah, Brandon Andrus. 
he said about our episode, which he was key in helping us getting connected to Sarah. He said, maybe one of your best and most important episodes. This is the conversation that we need to be having. Well done. So, dude, that coming from Brandon, I take that as a high. Nicest guy on the internet. Yeah. Like, truly. And then we've got um, two more here. Let me... This one I'm I'm accessing from the Twitter. Production note. What are we production noting? Production note. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Is it just late? It's late. Yeah. Um, So... Rachel Maggio on Twitter, which I think I'm saying that right, Maggio. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it's Italian, right? Yeah. Well, Rachel, anyway, hit us up. I'm just gonna, is it Italian? I'm just gonna say Maggio because I like the way it sounds. Um, Maggio, Emilio, Emilio. <laughs> I know him. She says, uh, "What's so bad about imaginary friends?" I Talking had, about our our Halloween yeah, episode. She goes, "I had one when I was a kid. His name was." Nobody friend. My parents still ask if we keep in touch. <laughs> uh, still terrifying. Rachel, that was probably a demon. Yeah, probably a demon. And then she said, for real, though, great episode. One of the best so far. With And then she did the little okay. <laughs> a little okay symbol, which we discussed in our episode as being a sign of the devil. Yep. Because it's six 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 six. Did you do the proper proper number? It sounded like you said six four times. I, I added a, f- a fourth one just because I don't want to be associated with evil, Alex. It's like the people who have to buy one more thing at the store if their total comes up to be six, 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 six dollars and sixty six cents. Yeah. Which I've, I've always just, I, that's happened to me a couple of times when I've gone to the store. And I'm just kind of like run it through. Yeah. Just here's I'm going to take a penny from the take a penny, leave a penny tray and give you the penny. <laughs> <laughs> We're we're going we're rounding up as in to heaven here. So <laughs> anyway, guys. So as we as we land, as we as we bring the train into the station. I'm not going to say land the train. Or, yeah. Or because that would be dumb. Yeah. So we're going to bring be. the train into the station. Yeah. We're going to let all the passengers off. Mm-hmm. We're going to point to them to the wonderful signs around that say that you can go to our our Twitter. Our Instagram, our Facebook accounts. Leave us feedback. We read them. Yes, we do. And you, we you, enjoy getting them. We enjoy getting feedback. We enjoy hearing from you guys, the listener, because this, it's one of the ways that we communicate with you and is through if, our social media. Yeah, and if people really love us, like yeah. like love us, love us, what can they do for us, Alex? Well, one, they could buy me something for thanks, or for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day? Yeah, I'm already thinking ahead. You know what? February will be here before you know it. Yeah. Unless we get raptured, which... I would enjoy possible, it. possible. Yeah, just saying it is. But if you if you really love the show, <laughs> Valentine's Day just made me think of Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's Day, bummer. <laughs> um, if you really time for the 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 hardbacks to come out. <laughs> oh, Vankman. Yeah. Uh, so if you really love us, if you really enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star review on the Apple iTunes podcast app. So we, uh, we read every five-star we get and we haven't gotten one in a while. Actually, I just looked at our, our, our five-star reviews and the last one we got was back in September. Yeah. So Wells running dry. It's November now, guys. Alex is salty. We have to get on this. We have to beat. So, so one of the ways you... Like when you search for our podcast, you go into the search bar, you type in not your, 
We are number three on that list. As soon as you type not your into the search bar, we come up as number three. Yeah, you know who's number one? Not your mom's menopause podcast. Are you serious? That's the first suggestion. Leave them a five-star review. You watch that 70s show? No. Oh, my gosh. The mom on there going through menopause is the most hilarious well it's not hilarious for women in real life jason no it's a serious issue anyway you know what i'm just gonna say this here i feel like you were making light of a serious issue (laughs) by the way you said that yeah kind (laughs) of you're a jerk (laughs) so here's 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 the goal guys if you haven't left us a five-star review please leave us a five-star review my goal is before the new year is here we want to dethrone not your mom not your mom's metaplus podcast <laughs> please help us help us help, win help us beat menopause <laughs> specifically your mom's menopause <laughs> oh my god we have sunk to a new low oh, we have found a line you know what? and we crossed it you know what when when you sink to a low this deep there's only one thing you can do you can go up the hungry wolf at the bottom of the I was going to say, keep your stick on the ice and just end a damn show. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Bye.